Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Introvert Talks. I am your host, Trisha Nicole, a self-proclaimed introvert with a lot to say. Happy Wednesday. I hope that you all are doing great and feeling fine. I am late with this episode and I hate being late. (laughs) I was supposed to record yesterday, but yesterday was super busy and today will be too. So let me get to it. We are on episode nine today and I didn't want to talk about anything too serious. It's a lot going on in the world with the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. So I'm going to take a break and I'll be going down memory lane, giving you all a story time today. I'm going to take it all the way back to middle school. I'm going to tell you all about the first time that I had to deal with conflict as an introvert. I naturally don't like conflict or confrontation. I do not wake up in the morning and choose violence. (laughs) I am more of a peacemaker and if peace can't be made, then that's fine. I'm good at treating people as if they don't exist. You don't like me, I don't like you, that's fine. We don't have to be bothered with each other. Like, I believe that you can be not too fond of a person without wanting to fight them. But that wasn't the case for me in this situation. I had a best friend and we'll call her Sasha. She was cool, but she lied a lot. And the lies were unnecessary. Let me give you an example. Okay, at the time, the group B2K was pretty popular and they had a tour. She really wanted to go, but she told me that she wasn't able to go because her grandmother didn't buy the tickets in time. So at lunch one day, some of our other little friends were saying how they went and she told them that she went too. They told her that she was lying, but somehow she convinced them that she was there. I didn't say anything at the time because I thought that she was lying to them to trick them or something. I don't know. But later that day when we talked in private, she was like, such and such that I was lying about going to the concert, but I was there. Now in my mind, I'm thinking, um, you told me that you didn't go. But I still didn't say anything because I thought maybe I may have misheard her. I daydream a lot, so I was like, maybe she did tell me that she went, but I wasn't paying attention when she told me, so I let it go. But after a few more times of that happening, I knew that I wasn't tripping and she was just an habitual liar. We all may tell little white lies here and there, especially when we were younger, but she was out of control and I couldn't deal. Now, I was a nerd in middle school. I mean, I'm still nerdy now, but back then I was the type of person to go to the library for fun. So I didn't have many other friends outside of her. It was like I was stuck in a friendship that I wanted to get out of. And then one day, my get out of jail free card came walking through the door. We got a new girl. At my middle school, when new students came, teachers would pair them up with kids who stayed out of trouble and minded their business. That just so happened to be me. My teacher paired me with the girl and we had a few classes together so we started hanging out and I slowly but surely stopped talking to Sasha. I had a new friend and I didn't have to deal with listening to lies all day. That was so short-lived though because for some reason a lot of kids picked on my new friend. I didn't know why but looking back I believe it was just jealousy because there was nothing wrong with her. 
She told me that she told her parents and that they were upset about it, but I didn't know that they were upset enough to withdraw her from the school. The first day she came up missing, I didn't think anything of it. I went to the class that we had together. The teacher took attendance, called her name, no response, we moved on. Second day, the teacher took attendance, called her name, no response, we moved on. Third day, the teacher took attendance, but they didn't call her name, and it was at that moment I knew that she was gone. I felt away because I didn't have anybody else to really kick it with, and I knew that I wasn't going back to hanging with Sasha, so I really started spending more time in the library, or I would talk to the little nerdy associates that I had. Eventually, word got out that my new friend had left, and that's when the problem started. <laughs> I would get to school early in the mornings because I rode a private school bus and the bus driver would get us there in enough time to have breakfast. But I've never been much of a breakfast person, so if you didn't eat breakfast, you would have to stand outside on this little patio area until the bell rang for you to go to your first class. So I'm standing there by myself, minding my own business, when this chubby boy in a burgundy jacket walks over to me. I knew who he was and I knew that he was a neighborhood friend of Sasha, so I was wondering what he wanted with me. He walked over to me and said, Sasha told me to tell you that she gonna fight you after school today. I said, okay. He asked me was I scared and I said no. But the truth was, I was scared. <laughs> Let me make it very clear. I wasn't scared of her because I thought she was going to beat me up. I have a sister y'all and even though we have always been close we have had our moments so I've been training for this all my life <laughs> I wasn't worried about losing in a fight I was scared because all throughout my years in school I heard about permanent records I knew that whatever I did or didn't do was going to be on that permanent record and I was a little miss goody two-shoes so I didn't want anything to mess up my reputation I was terrified of the thought of having anything negative on my permanent record. I kept thinking, you know, if I get into a fight, I'm going to have a hard time getting into high school and college. When I interview for my first job, they're going to pull out a folder and be like, hmm, looks like you had a fight and we can't have a violent person working for us. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I was just taking it to the next level. But I didn't want that for myself, so every day when the bell rang to end our last class, I would speed walk out to my bus and feel relieved. And every day, he would come up to me in the morning with that same burgundy jacket on and tell me that Sasha was going to fight me after school. This went on for about two weeks. Day after day, I was being harassed pretty much. But one morning, I woke up with a new attitude. Do y'all know that gospel song that goes, when I rose this morning, I didn't have no doubt. <laughs> That's how I felt that morning. I didn't have no doubt that if Burgundy Jacket walked up to me, I was just going to have to have something put on my permanent record. I was tired of going to school every day to be harassed. So I threw my hair in my signature side ponytail, put my uniform on with my black hoodie, put on my black and pink chucks, <laughs> and I went to school. When I got there, I stood in my usual spot and I tried to look as unapproachable as possible. But that didn't work because who did I see walking through the crowd? Mr. Burgundy Jacket. He came up to me and said, 
Sasha said today, for real, she gonna fight you after school, so don't try to get on your school bus. Before he could get bus out good, I said, well, where's she at right now? Go get her right now. We don't have to wait until after school. I'm here right now. I'm sick of y'all messing with me every day. Go get her right now. Y'all, it was like I was having an out-of-body experience. I was shaking and tears started rolling down my face because I was upset. I couldn't take it anymore. The look on his face was priceless. It was like he was thinking, wait, what? This is not how this is supposed to go. I'm supposed to tell you that Sasha is going to fight you after school today and you're supposed to say okay and run out to your bus when the bell rings. But no, I was done with that. After I let him know that he could go and get her, he had the nerve to put his hand on my arm and rub it. <laughs> he said, I'm going to tell her to leave you alone, okay? And I said, okay. He walked away, and to this day, I don't know what he said to her, but I didn't have to worry about her anymore. No crazy looks, no more pointing and laughing, nothing. That was it done. I was so happy that I didn't have to fight and that I was able to go to school without worrying every day. As an adult, I've had to deal with conflict, but I've never fought anyone. I don't have time, and honestly, I have too much to lose. What would it look like with me trying to get my license as a counselor and they see that I have assault charges from not being able to control my anger and whooping upside somebody's head? Like, I would have a whole lot of explaining to do and it's just not worth it. It's, it's just not. I really don't have to worry about that because I hang by myself 85% to 90% of the time. You know, introvert life. <laughs> I hope that I can get through life without ever having a fight. Just leave me alone, please. Because I'm I'm not me when I'm angry. <laughs> I'm just not like, <sighs> but yeah, I have other stories, but they would take way too much time to tell. <laughs> and I wanna let you all get back to your lives. So that is all that I have for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, and rate the podcast. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podomatic. I'll be back next week for episode 10, the last episode of season one. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a very Merry Christmas and have a safe weekend. Until next time, bye.